Last weekend, we had the baptism of Brooklyn at our 4.30 Mass and of Camellia at our 11 a.m. Mass. And every time we witness a baptism, it's a good time to reflect on our own baptism, whether it happened when we were infants, children, or adults. Today's second reading from Paul's letter to the Romans gives us an opportunity in a particular way to ponder our baptism. Paul writes, Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, when I meet with a couple about baptizing their baby, we talk about the different parts of the baptismal rite. And, of course, the principal part involves the baptism into water. So we always talk about water and what is the meaning of water. And, and you think about water, well, we need water for life, don't we? Um, we've been praying for rain to water our crops. We know that we need water to drink, especially in this hot weather. Water in the baptism is about the new life that we receive through Jesus. When you think about water... We use water for bathing, don't you? And especially with families that have a little baby, they know oh, you got to cleanse the baby and wash the baby. Um, well, baptism is about cleansing us from sin, our own personal sin and, and the effects of original sin. But then I talk about the couple, about another thing about water. Water is about death. You think about it, people can drown in water. And that's what St. Paul is writing about, or not, not about the drowning, but are, are you aware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? And what that means is, is that when we are baptized, we enter into the death of the Lord so we can also share in the Lord's resurrection. Uh, we speak of Jesus' death and resurrection as the Paschal Mystery. Well, our baptism is our entrance into the Paschal mystery. Paul writes further to Romans, We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. What happens after that baby is baptized? Do they come out with the same clothes on? They have a white garment, don't they? A white garment is a sign that we are a new creation. It's a signaling the literal recreation of another person, a new creature, born again from the womb of the church in baptism. Now, I wanted to talk about that second reading and we were baptized into Christ's death because I think that helps make the gospel make more sense. When Jesus is speaking, whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Not worthy because that person is not yet conformed to the difficult personal task of imitating Christ's own life, his death and rising. In a few moments, you'll be hearing the words of Eucharistic prayer number four, and part of that prayer are these words, 
and that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose again for us. He sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as his first gift to those who believe. Cooperating with the life-giving grace of baptism enable us to pick up our cross and rise to things we never thought possible. Last Sunday afternoon, uh, I went to the cathedral for a mass of thanksgiving for Father Bernie Riley on 50 years of being a priest. And after the mass, there was a, a, a gathering over in the hall, and he spoke about those 50 years, and one of the things he shared with us was he, he, he recalled a time where he was asked by the bishop to take on an assignment that he really wasn't expecting, nor was it one that he really wanted. But he prayed about it, and he said yes. And now, as the years have gone by, he came to realize what a great blessing that parish was. It gave him new life. And I invite you to consider your own lives, times when you've picked up the cross, when you've died to yourself for the sake of another. Maybe it was needing to move. Maybe it was caring for a family member or any number of things. As we look back at those things, are we able to recognize new life that came to us through saying yes to carrying that cross? At our baptisms last week, just before Mass began, I made the sign of the cross on the forehead of Brooklyn and Camellia and invited the parents and godparents to do the same. They were pretty oblivious to it, okay? But here's the thing. Hopefully, as their parents raise them in the faith, they will learn how to make the sign of the cross. And I hope as they learn that prayer, they will also know that by making that sign of the cross, they are entering into the death and resurrection of Jesus, that they will embrace their cross daily and receive new life through living it. For most of us, we were too young to be aware of our baptism. But every time we enter church, we have the opportunity to renew our baptism. We do it in a few moments when we renew our baptismal promises through praying the creed. When we enter church, we invite you to bless yourself in the holy water, the baptismal font, and when you make the sign of the cross, that is calling to mind that we have been baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus. Baptisms usually happen near the beginning of our life. One of the most moving times for me as a priest is when I am called to be with someone near the end of their life. And after we do the, the anointing, after we do the prayer of commendation, the last thing I do is I make the sign of the cross on that person's forehead, and then I invite the family members who are present to do the same. And as the family members come up to do so, I ponder how so often that sign of the cross that they are making on their loved one's forehead 
is really giving back to that one who gave it to them at their own baptism. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. 